That was so, thank you, Chris. That was so fucking long. <laughs> so long. We usually do around an hour. Nice. Ten. So that's fine. Ten. But that's fine. Uh, a lot yeah, of good John, info. A lot of good John, info. John, John, don't edit it. Just get it up before. I'm the not going to edit. I'm not get it up before. Not edit? Are you fucking kidding? Yeah, no, John's not going to edit. It's, it's also, like just three o'clock here. I I actually have to go to like dinner. Have you ever been to a volcano? When it was erupting. You're now listening to Super. They are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking That's what you say, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. That's terrible. Welcome to Super Hoopers inconsequential discussion of the NBA news, I guess that's what we say. The um, me. I'm just I'm just in my head. I'm just yeah, I'm in my head right mode. now. I'm, 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 I'm in my Yeah, those, rap, my, those, those rapids got to your brain, dog. Oh yeah, I went went white water rafting. Yeah, I went white water rafting yesterday. Your son beginner. did not like it. No. My son <laughs> kept asking, when is this going to be over? So <laughs> The guide, I don't think I don't think the guide appreciated that. The guide's like, fuck well, my tip, my tip, my tip's going down, my tip's going down. This kid well, wants to get off the ref. It's hard to eat and and you know whitewater raft at the same that's time. That's true, that's true. Also, he didn't, he didn't, no snacks. Yeah, go ahead, John. Also, it's just hard to whitewater raft. And isn't the kid like three? Nah, he's four. He's four. four. Oh, okay. So he's not yeah, old yeah. enough to go to school. Like, why is he on what? I saw the photo. I was like, did you Photoshop this? Isn't this highly dangerous? Like, can he drown? <laughs> He was uh, when I was at your house the other night for the draft, Matt. He was slipping on marbles and just falling all over the place. Probably not smart. He's not the most coordinated guy. He literally last night he just fell down. I was like, "What happened?" He's like, "I just, I just fell down." So. Okay, so back up. Wait, what is this? <laughs> what is the thought process of taking a four-year-old on a uh, on a whitewater trip? Didn't you see the Kevin Bacon movie? Oh yeah. No, I don't know. But Kevin Bacon has like 150 movies. What movie are you talking about? River Wild, baby. River Come Wild. On. Oh, yeah. the River Classic. Wild. I'll, the only River Wild I respect is the Killer song. This river is wild. That's the only River Wild I officially oh, recognize. God. Oh man. Jesus. Um, Should we introduce our guest today? I have. I was getting to that. I was. Getting, you guys don't want to talk about whitewater rafting, I which I yeah, admit well, is my yeah, new well, favorite sport. I, honestly, but... I'm not even sure if Chris is old enough to be whitewater okay, rafting. Okay, hold on. Okay, <laughs> but I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, as always, is John Hill, Dave Federnick, joining us from New York, I assume, uh, is Chris Persianen. Yeah. Chris, welcome North to the Jersey. pod. Um, North Jersey. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's better than same, New York, in all, my opinion. All the same to Matt. All the same Thank you guys for having me on. I am indeed a jog's distance away from the beautiful city, so I, I count it. Uh, as being close enough, but I'm, I'm very excited. Um, just just because today is today, you know, it's like waking up and it's Christmas, but you woke up too early. You got to wait until uh, your parents wake up to open the gifts. This is very relatable for you guys as grown men. Um, That's right. <laughs> I was Man, say. Spoken, spoken like a real 19 year old. Well, John, you still kind of live your life like a 19 year old. I feel like very carefree. I know, but yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't yeah, had a parent yeah, give me a Christmas gift in like <laughs> 20 years, bro. What are we talking about here? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I got to pick up the tab for Christmas. Yeah, my parents haven't given me anything. Like, my parents yeah, gave me like, a canteen what? like 15 years ago. I think that was the last thing I got. So I haven't seen my uh, parents in like three years. Like, what's going on, Chris? Yeah, you, you congrats, and Kaminga, John. Yeah. Uh, congrats, Chris. I got, 
Hug them tight. I got I got socks last year. If that may, if that makes anyone feel better, I got like uh, some sweatpants and socks, and that was it for Christmas. So yeah. hey, that's how you know you're growing yeah. up. That's yeah. No more, uh, no more PlayStation fives and, uh, you know, all the, all the good shit. Then you start getting like yeah, the, the worst presents. <laughs> yeah. Parents, parents sometimes, start taking us better, better, better to get ties, better to get nothing at all. But not, not, yeah, not yeah. a tie you actually wanted to wear ever. Yeah. Parents start yeah. taking out rent money in your gifts. They, they start yes. looking back and they're like, mm, okay, all right, take a little back. You got socks <laughs> today. You, you yeah. spent, you spent how much money on chopped cheese last semester? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, get that money back. You, you, you get no, nothing. No, you get no, socks. You get socks. You get yeah. socks. Did I, did I ever did I ever reveal on the pod that my mom charged me for laundry my entire college career secretly? She took it out of my bank account for doing my laundry my entire college without career. telling you in college advance show. that this would. Well, she told, I, she said you could do your laundry here, or I'll do, I, I, I would bring it back from college. She's like, I'll do your laundry, but I'm going to charge you. And I thought it was a joke, but then years later, she said, Yeah, you no, know, I actually like took money out of your account for. Yeah, Matt, you might you might have some Jewishness in your blood uh, <laughs> running back. That sounds that right. sounds very familiar to me. From your lips to whatever the Jewish God is called, because uh, you know, I wish I was Jewish. I wish I was my favorite, my favorite of the Mel cultures. Brooks. Love it. <laughs> Love all the what's his name? Oh, Mel Brooks. Mel, Mel your, Brooks. The God. He's, the Jewish, the God. he's the Jewish God. Yeah. 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 Um, cause I, I love all the traditions. I love that thing, sure. that thing where you go to people's house and you like do all the, say the songs and stuff. I've been to a couple of those. Enjoy that. A lot of different times you do that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Whatever that one's called. I like that. I like okay. the no phone. I like how they don't do the phone on Saturdays. Oh, yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. Yep. Love that tradition. So, Hey, mm-hmm. if I could be a part of that culture in some way, would, would welcome it. Um, what we're talking about <laughs> yeah. today Free agency. That's what that mm-hmm. that is what today is. But we're we're not really going to talk about free agency. We're going to no. talk about the draft because we haven't talked about the draft yet. We That's usually right. record right before the draft, but this you know it's been it's been tough. I'm in Colorado, obviously braving, braving the mini rapids. Um, yeah. John's in Philly, uh, yeah. braving I, the braving mini all the whiz. Uh, trash braving fires. All the, the whiz everywhere. Yeah. I came here to uh, help Ben Simmons move. Uh, oh, very disappointed. Very very disappointed uh, that he was not traded. The pain continues, folks. The pain continues. pain continues. Yeah, are you starting to get worried that uh, the, his value maybe is not, nothing? Not what fans think it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you starting? Are you worried that the other GMs in the league watch the playoffs? Yes. Everyone, it's oh, <laughs> God, dude. This guy sucks so bad. Get him off my team for anything. Every single draft, and we'll go over it. Every pick that was drafted, I was like, I'd rather have this person. Than <laughs> I'd rather oh, have wow. this person than Ben Simmons. Why didn't we trade Ben Simmons for this guy? That's all I kept thinking about all night long. Get him out. No, seriously, you probably have to go. I, I mean, I, I, they're almost all the top picks I'd rather have over Ben Simmons and Sangoon. So, mm-hmm. top, uh, yeah, just just get rid of him. Sangoon. Like seriously, I would take the cap space. I can't do the. If I can't if, do the Sangoon love fest. I don't see it. Oh, 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 Chris. Oh, okay. Out, well, let, okay. Yeah, but, hey, wait, we're going to get to the draft later, but if you want to, if you want to cap on my favorite player, <laughs> Sengu, don't know his first name, but <laughs> don't even know, know yeah. his last name. You also spelled his name wrong a few times with the group chat. <laughs> I did. I, <laughs> well, I, like I spelled his name time. repeatedly wrong to the point where my phone now thinks that's how you spell his name. So whatever. <laughs> all I know. Oh, look, all I care about is the numbers like him. All I care about. Look, I'm a numbers guy, you know? Not to brag, have a degree in mathematics, you know. Um, yeah, but not a brag. The numbers really, say he's number not one. Really a brag. So Literally I trust. Not a brag. 
<laughs> I, well, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to think. Well, Chris, what's your major? Well, Chris, you're you're in college right now. What's your um, major? I spent three illustrious months in the business school before switching out to journalism. So, okay, that's all right. So obviously, now. well, if you had spent the fourth money in uh, business school, they would have explained that that was a bad business decision. <laughs> yeah. So we don't. We can't. We can't trust you. We can't trust your opinion. Just yeah. you can't trust journalists. Street, you can't trust your opinions on, on Sangoon, Chris. Yeah. No. So, um, Sangoon like can do a lot of basketball stuff. <laughs> and then the numbers are like, Hey, that guy does a lot of basketball stuff. And then when you see that the league he played in was like totally defunded because of COVID or something. And his competition was all terrible and that the league is usually way better. And then you're like, ah, uh, and then he can't play a lick of defense. And you're like, ah, and, and then, and then you're already starting to project this guy's like, well, if he comes in as a backup four and just gives us off and now we're reaching non-athletic Obi Toppin territory. And then like, I don't know. That's, that's, that's where he loses me. Okay. So Sounds Simmons like you're talking about two what- first for uh, Sengun. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Deal. See, do it. I love Garuba, and I don't. I don't hate the concept of both Sengun and Garuba because that can work together off the bench if you want to go small. But to trade two firsts for Seng, that was all too much for me. That was like Stone thinks he's smarter than every other GM in the league and was trying to flex on them, and is going to regret it. Uh, I don't know. But it was. But it was um. But it was like two first. They so the, so the Houston trade two first for the number six. They were like pick. nothing burger first. Yeah, they yeah. were. Yeah, they were. They weren't. They weren't like top tier firsts. Right. Uh, you know, hey, look, you're talking about what really happened in the Turkish league, like with you know with your eyes and you were observing it. All I know is the numbers like him. So that's all. <laughs> there was that board that had him over Cade. Who was that? There, every that every apparently look. And also, I don't know. We could talk about this. It was like I don't know what happened with NBA draft, like Twitter or NBA draft experts. But like three years ago, there were multiple analytics, um, like models that you could like easily access and look at. Those have all gone away. I don't know what happened to those guys, but like it seems like everyone's like, oh, they either got, you know, picked up by teams. But there's very little available like analytics that I could find. But according to Hollinger, it was number one on his in, in his model, and according to Pelton, it was number one on on in his model. So they said they said he you know he graded out the best according to the numbers. So I like that. Um, yeah, well, I like let's it talk as a little a bit 16th about 16th pick. A 16th pick is very, I think it's actually a, a high upside safe pick. Yeah, it's 16th yeah. pick, you know. I think it's great. Um, but we should talk a little bit about free agency since we are recording the day of free, <laughs> the day of free, free agency, the aforementioned Christmas that Chris was talking about. Right. Um, it seems like, but it does seem like it's like all kind of done. Like it seems like the, the report, reporters have leaked all this stuff. I don't know what new information we're going to get. It seems like Lowry's going to Miami, Dinwiddie's going to Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, are there other big players? I guess DeRozan is a question mark, although I think he ends DeRozan. up with the Knicks. Dave, come on, Knicks going to get him. No way. No, I, I, honestly, like I, uh, the reporting today seems to say that Fournier seems to be almost a lock to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And so possibly that's my, that's my opening salvo prediction would be Fournier on like a Chris, three. Four. You were very big on getting him at the trade deadline. So will, will, I you, was. Be, will you be happy with like a two – two and one kind of like 60 mil deal. That seems to be what the reports are. What is, what is 18 times three, Matt? This is a non-joking question. <laughs> 54. 53 yeah. for 54. Lock it in. Okay. Opening, okay. opening a free agency. Um, one of the first, 
reported deals. Evan Fournier on a three for 54 to the Knicks. All three years. Um, guaranteed? Three, three guaranteed? I think they think that he'll be, what, 31 at the end of that deal and very movable at any point if they're – that's, so a French, that's, a, that's a French 31, though. So that's like so, 38. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of cheese are, and baguettes. A lot of cheese and baguettes and red wine. They are, they're fortunate enough to have to trade him to fit better talent. Um, I don't think they care. I don't think they care if they have to throw a first-round pick. Like, oh, no, Bradley Beal wants to come here, and we have to give up a first-round pick to be able to sign him outright. Like, ah, what will we do? Yep. Exactly. They're, they're going to do it they're, with no problem. I like uh, it. The other person rumored I don't like so much is Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Stay away. Stay away. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a lot of smoke today about him also being signed. So, so you heard uh, you heard Macri open up this morning's KFS pod with a suggestion that Schroeder and Fournier could be the Knicks, you know, their, how they fill out their starting lineup with, with RJ Julius and Mitch here. And I have to say that, no, it's not just because of Fournier, but because if it were just a one-year deal for Schroeder, like I'd love that. I don't care at all. I don't care at all. You've, we've got, if we wave Vildoza, we've got like 56 million in cap space or something. Go ahead, commit several years to Fournier and then just give Schroeder the one-year um, balloon you know, and just re replay next year. Just see, you know, see, see what happens next off season, go into this season with Alfred Payton, but twice as fast can actually get to the rim and can actually hold his own at the POA. That's about it though. Not, not crazy better. Um, but you know, the speed allows him to use his pocket passing. Alfred had pocket passing ability. He just stinks at everything. So we never got to show it because he never put himself in a position to show it. Schroeder would. Um, and with Fournier Barrett and Julius playing the perimeter, Julius also a little inside Robinson dunker spot. Like that would work. That would totally work. Um, I mean, that's a seed in the, in the first round uh, playoff exit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Good. that sounds great. I'll 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 uh, stand my ground and withstand the winds of the slander and say that they can um they could hit like a little regression because the rest of the teams are all getting better um and maybe push for like a six seed next season and just just be a better team though. Um I I think that if you can reevaluate your point guard situation in one year and then you also still have Fournier, like I'm okay with that. I would just fair enough. Fair enough. I would think they are. And, you know, maybe if they sign Fournier right when free agency opens, they think this isn't going to happen, but I think their guy is Chris Paul. Still. I, I really think they are lurking, looming, awaiting. Robert. Well, I, love, I love how listeners it. are going to know exactly what happened because this will drop after. <laughs> yeah, after really, John, John's going to post this tomorrow. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, it'll, be funny. Know, it'll be funny to hear this. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure Chris Paul is going to re-up with the Suns, but um, he should, he should, and, but, and but that's the Knicks, but the Knicks, you know, Leon Rose can do him a solid and make Sarver sweat a bit. You know, he can, he, they can offer him a lot of money and force Sarver's hand. So, John, John, how are you feeling about um, half the people on this podcast being Knicks fans? How do you feel? How do you, how do you think? How do you think this is going? How do you think this is going? Because hey, this is a, all, all the times we Albert Payton talk. All, hey, this is all, all the times we had to have Borelli on YouTube, fucking talking about Ben Simmons for fucking an hour. 
No, the Bradley <laughs> episodes are usually I'm not there and I don't have to listen to it. It's great. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. This is this is definitely the team that's going to stop KD, James Harden, and Kyrie. I'm hearing it, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> Knicks, baby. Knicks, baby. Hey, nobody's expecting that shit. Yeah. Hey, you got your own fucking problems, your own team, John. So <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll take my problems. People in glass houses, please. Well, last well, lastly, we should talk about my team um, in free agency, which is which will be which will be. If Lonzo finds his way on the Hornets, baby, that's the team. That's the You're team. The Hornets the ball guy. brothers. Hey, got my boy Hello. James Booknight. Got my boy James Booknight. Breaks my heart. Love it. Hey, breaking Love news. It. Breaking news. Just tweeted out by Chris Mannix. Leangelo Ball, brother of Hornets guard Lamella Ball, will play for Charlotte's summer league team per release. Ooh, all happening, folks. That is all he was already on the team. Let's go. He was on CTV. So we'll know, we'll know where Lonzo goes. There's some Bulls rumors. There's some Hornets rumors. Mm-hmm. You know, Pelicans always have the right to match. Um, we'll see. What we'll is see, the latest but... rumor? Because you guys told me something sign about tra- Charlotte. Sign and trade. Devontae Graham sign and trade. Devontae wow. Graham to the Devontae Pels Graham going to the Pelicans. Yeah. Lonzo That's going the to latest. the Hornets. Oh, my God. David Griffin <laughs> reeks at his job. He's terrible. <laughs> He's bad. Christ. That would be so He's bad. David's plan is David to Griffin. get Graham. That's that it. guy yeah. is Fuck. Yeah. Good God. Are you are you kidding me? That's the Devontae Graham. Is there like Zion? Please stay. Yeah, yeah. Well, confirm Zion, Zion to the Knicks. Uh, you guys. Any day now. Any day. You Zion guys. To the Knicks. Um. Earlier, said a name I wanted to touch on quickly too. Free agency talk. Uh. In Dinwiddie. Oh, so yes. you. I think. I think it was Matt that that said. You know, Matt. Was it Mavericks seemed to be or Wizards? Wizards. I thought, Wizards. I thought the, room, the room was the Wizards. Wizards seemed to be the team that, but I think, I think, and and now we get into tinfoil hat time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ian Begley reported that there is a team out there looking to, you know, give Dinwiddie a big deal. They have one lined up for him that he knows about, like that, that that's known about in the league. Um and then, you know, the rumors came out about Washington being interested. I don't think that that team is Washington. So I think the mystery team he was talking about was not the Wizards because that was put out there by like um, a Beal mouthpiece, you know? So mm-hmm. I think like the, the, the Wizards guy who said that just like when he found that out, he put that out. Um, and that Ian had knowledge of another team. My two guesses are, or three guesses rather, um, there's Dallas, there's New Orleans. And then I was talking to Prez this morning who said Boston is, is his guess. Prez? Um, You're talking to Biden? That's what Biden said? Is that what Biden said? Prez <laughs> of Nick's Twitter fame. Yes, yes, uh, please, our, please. Our, our niche Prez. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I think Dinwiddie's market like totally exists. And I think we all kind of laughed at him in that first, you know, video that came out of him being like, oh, anyone can offer four for a hundred or whatever. Like I want five for 125 from the Nets. Like we kind of laughed at that. And now I can count four teams that might be offering Dinwiddie big money. He's, so he's lucky. He's lucky that like this off season is very bare. Like, you know, yeah. like there's not a lot out there. Uh, unless we're talking like sign in trades or, or, you know, or, or stripe trades. Uh, there's, there's not a lot of juicy free agents available. 
Um, yeah. So he. Well, this he, will he all be completely obsolete. So this, the <laughs> listeners will know we're doing what he signed. So let's let's move Perhaps. on to the draft. Let's move yeah. on to the draft. Let's but move on to the draft. And Chris, we so, should we, we we should say before we start, uh, you know, we have had illustrious people on here um, before getting very good jobs with NBA teams. So we had yeah. Sean Darenthal on as our pre-draft guy, hired by the the Sixers. Then uh, you know, oh. our, and our boy Javier Pesquera, just hired by the Rockets. He was uh, you know our former. Uh, draft guys so yeah so we've done this basically for Chris. for the past two for the past two years we've done this and then huge both bump. those you years a, the, you might get a huge huge nba bump bro so. right and then yeah they, they, those guys literally got hired right after that and it was Correct. confirmed at least the rockets listened to the podcast so yes to be like uh to wow. decide whether or not to hire javier so no pressure here no pressure this is what we do each year <laughs> we go through we go through the top, the top, you know, the top draft picks mm-hmm. um, and we do our social media scouting. So we do, you know, advanced scouting on their social media accounts to decide, you know, whether we want to give these guys thumbs up, thumbs down. Then we come up with our big board at the end. Never wrong. Our big board has proven very correct for all the years we're doing this. We've never had a miss. I'm not even exaggerating. You can go listen to the tapes. We were on all these guys. Every guy we said was going to hit, hit. Every guy we said was going to be a bust. Busted out last year, of course. Famously, we were all about Lamelo, and look what happened. You know? Look what happened. So, never wrong. Yeah. Never yeah. wrong. Never wrong. Never well, wrong. You know, Fuddy was just saying about you know Charlotte and and Book. Like Lamelo was my guy last year, and Book was like my favorite prospect all this year. So I wanted to do dramatic things when they got him in their palm of their hands at eleven without even trying, and then they still stupidly screwed themselves because they wanted. Kai Jones that bad. Haha, ha, Michael Jordan, you stupid idiot. Oh, yeah. Hey, well, look, Kai Jones. through a whole draft without being a moron. He's raw. Kai Jones could be good. Kai Jones could be good. We're going to do project. the top nine. We're going to do the top nine. Yeah, so, Jericho oh, Sim is better. Oh, shit. Yeah, Flames. Um, so Sim, what we, well, I guess we'll go We'll go through each pick. Um, and then, Chris, just tell us basically where you had this pick on, uh, you know, on your board. Yes. Um, and then yeah. at, the very, at the very end, we'll do, our, we'll do our composite, like, top five. So starting, starting with Cade Cunningham, I like what I saw. Like what I saw, you know, just, just him talking to the media. Um, <clears throat> very, you know, polished, but not too polished. Um, I like how he embraced Detroit. Um, and he continued that on his social media. There's a lot of Detroit love. I think that's a good play with the fans. Seems genuine. Um, I'm not sure if he's ever been to Detroit, but it seems like he actually wants to go there. Um, well, the fact that he also, embraced it so much, maybe not. Perhaps maybe not. not. Yeah. Could also cause you to question his character, lying. Um, but I like it. I think it's genuine. Um, also, looking through his pictures, it seems like he has massive hands. His hands just look huge. He also retweeted the golf team, which I like. It's like he's throwing, you know, to this other like lesser team at his at his university. He retweeted them, was like complimentary of them. It's pretty ripped. Uh, I like that. Um, so I'm liking what I see on the social media. And then I found this video. I think it's with House of Highlights where they ask him a bunch of these like weird questions. Um, and I just love his answers. So they ask him. You guys can chime in on your answer to these questions. Um they ask him, does a straw does a straw have one to, one hole or two holes? So what, what would you guys say? One hole or two holes on that straw? Uh, one. Two? Chris says one. One hole. One. Oh man, because uh, you could you could stick something in both ends. 
I would that's probably say I, two. That's, that's a, how yes. I see it. I, I see that's just one big yeah. hole, dude. Yeah. You're crazy. You guys are morons. Just one big hole, which is what Cade said. So right. I All already right, well. prefer him to. Would rather there get is. <laughs> Okay. Wait, hold on. It's no. one big hole down the middle of the straw. We're going to debate this. Is there anything in between the, in the straw that, Wait, that makes no, you, you have a yeah. mouth hole and a butthole. That's two That's different right. holes, That's even right. though they no. connect. It literally no. connects. No. You, you can see the whole it. thing. Yeah, you got to think about this in sex terms, baby. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah. Those are two holes. So that, I'm, going with Dave. I'm going with Dave here. Thank you, John. All right. All right. I don't want to spend too much time on this. I don't want to talk about the myriad of ways you could, you know, you could, you could screw a straw. But anyways, the glasses, boys thinks a certain way and yeah. the guys who okay. still have their sight you know hey we can see the two holes we can see both yeah <laughs> all right all right all right then they ask him gif or jif gif or jif what do you guys say gif or jif jif i i i say gif but i know people say it's supposed to be jif it's jif i yeah. say both depending he on definitely says gif though my 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 kate definitely says gif see the no, thing no, kate, is, the, no 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 kate, kate like, says I, 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 you know I grew up, my mom would buy fucking Jif peanut butter. Mm. To me, it's peanut butter. Jif is peanut butter. Gif is. Mm. See, I don't have that association. Right. I don't. So Kate, Kate Cunningham says Jif. Kate says Jif. And he says, look, I know it's Gif. He said, I know everyone says Gif, but he says the way I flow, it sounds Jif, sounds better to me to say Jif. So I like that he acknowledges the other people and then says for him, it just sounds better. And I, I think I personally, I say Gif, but. You know, it's not, it's not a, not yeah, a, he might be generational. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Love the answer though. Very <laughs> diplomatic. Yes. Is next question. They ask him is water wet. What do you guys say? Is water wet? Are we talking, we talking a singular drop? Are we talking? I think we're like talking a like a puddle of water, like a pool of water. This is, these are all like famous internet questions, I guess. Right, that they're asking right. here. Yeah. So, it's like hot is a hot dog, a sandwich kind of that's, yeah. that's on the list. I bet, <laughs> I bet it is water's wet. Yeah, water's wet. Water, water is wet if you've got a, a lot of it going. But if it's like a singular molecule, it's not wet because it's not surrounded by water. Mm. Okay. Okay. Huh? Yeah. So listen to Cade Cunningham's galaxy brain answer. All right. So he says, people may say water is not wet because if you put your hand in the water while your hand's in there, your hand does not feel wet. It just feels like it's underwater. He says, but if you take a piece of paper, put it in the water, you will see the piece of paper looks different underwater. Therefore, water is wet. I thought that. Wow. Man, this guy. Wow. Number one pick right this there, guy, Kate Cunningham. Damn. 12, Damn. 12 All-Stars? 13 is he, All-Stars? Is he going to bring back? 17. Is he going to bring back the automotive industry to Detroit at the same <laughs> time? <laughs> yeah. Change, yeah. Like, this guy, like this guy. What? Who is this guy? Number one pick. All right. Let's go. All right. All right. Like, I like doing like state-sponsored GNC propaganda for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Okay. Is okay. Hot dog a sandwich. Is hot dog a sandwich? I say no. No. No yeah. fucking way. No. I think it's it's a hot dog. Yes. Like, yeah. It earned like when when we say, you know, we're talking about the NBA finals, you're not saying like, oh well, Giannis Antetokounmpo had a great game. So did Chris Middleton. Giannis, like it's just it's Giannis at this point. It's like he's earned that single name, you know, LeBron, Jordan, um, hot dog. Just, like, yes, hot dog. <laughs> Yeah, hot dog. It's earned Jared, that. Jared Dudley. Oh, same as a hot dog. Just same as a hot dog. <laughs> hot dog head. It looks like a hot dog. Yeah. You put a, bun, open, put a big hot bun. Dogs. Put a bun. Put a big bun around Jared Dudley. I, I challenge you to, to figure out if that's a hot dog or not. How the difference? Look, I've said this all the time. If someone, if a PA on set was like, 
hey, what do you want for lunch? And I said, uh, just grab me a sandwich. And they came back with a hot dog. We'd fucking fire that weirdo. That's a great way of putting it. Yes. Right? Let's yes. just yeah. be honest here. What did what Cade so, so be prepared to love oh. Cade even more. Just pre- be prepared okay. to just shoot up on your draft board. Okay. He said, no. He said, no, of course not. He said, but, you know, growing up, you know, we didn't. We never had the buns. We would always put the hot dog in between two pieces of bread because we never had the buns. Oh. So he would say that that's a sandwich. Just come on, you gotta love that because of, that's how I grew up. We never had money for a bun. What kind of rich person has a bun? You know, I know that came. From th- those those buns were on the yacht in your backyard. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to you'd have to go across a, a plank and then go into the yacht. <laughs> Time and then for that. Yeah, you don't have time don't have for that. Time. Come on. Come on. Chris doesn't even know what you're talking about. I grew up with a yacht in my backyard, okay? Yeah. Uh, time is money. That's right. That's right. Um, last last question for Cade. They asked him if cereal is a soup. Um, what? This one. <laughs> yeah, I know. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come this on. Goddamn kids, man. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Are they on to something? Oh, no, no Chris. No, no, Chris. No. <laughs> No, or has cereal earned the hot dog right of being of being its own entity? Is this like the, the hot dog principle? Bro, if I here? order a soup Salt and salad thing. and you come in with a hot dog yeah. and a bowl of Cheerios, <laughs> I'm a fucking body slam you. <laughs> okay. Also, also, bro, get your life, get your life, yeah, get your life together. That's a meal you're having. Oh no. Yo, let me get a half sandwich soup and a cup of soup. You come in come with on, a dude, cut come of on. hot dog. Well, look, we don't want to offend you. I, I, I got to dip the hot dog in these fucking Reese's, Reese's peanut butter cups. These Reese's puffs. Dude, come on. Come on, guys. Come on, come on. We don't, don't want to offend Chris. He's in college. I'm sure Cheerios and hot dogs, like, his, that's that a stable true. for him. Okay? That is true. I, I, I used to, I have, I used to I buy, have. like, the, uh, the, the frozen White Castles and, and just, like, uh, like a tub of fucking ranch dressing, just fucking dip away, dude. That was that was a classic college meal. Oh man, that's 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 a lot of stuff. Yeah, that I can't name going into my body. Like a lot of <laughs> a lot of components in there that I can't apply. Name. I was not, gonna not say, a lot of riboflavin in that one. No. Ramen, ramen. You got Annie's mac and cheese. Um, oh, that's fancy. See, we had the Easy roll. Mac. We were we were Easy Mac in it. Oh, Annie's is it. I mean, yo. Annie's that's, is that's that's the good stuff. That's the best out there in terms. If we're if we're if we're analyzing in depth the quickly readyable mac and cheese market, Annie's is is Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry is it's the top of the you know. Emmanuel quickly of 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 mac and cheese. Yeah, we got it. Um, <laughs> I'm with so- that. Kate says no cereal is not a soup, but then when they described it to him, they're like, "Well, but it's kind of like a soup." So he's like, "All right, it's it's kind of a soup." So I mean, that's a little bit of a red flag, but well, no. Was, oh no, I'll give him that. Was that I'll the get... last one he answered? He was probably tired of answering these. You know, that's what I'm saying. So, he, so <laughs> yeah, it was, he was tired of it. He's like, he's like, yeah, okay, I guess it's a breakfast soup. I guess you could call it breakfast like, soup. Yeah, whatever. I gotta do fucking fifty more interviews. Like, okay. yeah. yeah, but whatever. then so I was feeling down on him, but then I went on his Instagram and I saw a picture of him um, feeding his daughter some breakfast soup. So I was like, all right, I like, I like okay. this guy. I like this guy. Okay. So uh, I know we spent a lot of time on Kate, but I'm telling you, yeah, he was, well, he he's was the number one pick. He's, he's, he's the number one pick. Deserving. And I, I, I think after doing this, this dive, I love, I love him even more. I'm, I'm, I'm putting him definitely number one. Chris, yeah. where did you have him? Cade was, was the clear number one for me. Um, I mean, 
it's like, how do I even put this with him? It, it, everyone was calling him before this season. They were like, oh, he could be like an American Luka Doncic, but with, you know, like without the shooting. But then it's like, does Luka even, is Luka even a super sniper like that? And then, you know, so it was like the, the comp was there. And, and then Cade came out this last year and like shot the freaking lights out um, in comparison to what everyone was expecting. He just was a way better shooter already now than some people were projecting him to be in his rookie season in the league. So to see that um, was just like that last little nudge of proof I needed that he was like the clear number one guy on the board. Um, The only other, you know, we'll get into him, but the, I think the only guy with an argument over Cade and some people will say Sug, some people will say green. I only person who I think has like a decent shot of winding up better than Cade would be Mobley. And that's just some, he's on some unicorn shit for real. Like that's, that's cause of that. I, I, I think Cade's like so easily like that guy. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, let's let, we'll get the mobile. Let's move to green. Who's number two pick? Who, John, do you have green or did Dave? I, Dave I have greens. Okay. I gotta say the three people I had were very hard to find anything remotely interesting really uh, online. Every like we've learned as the years have gone on that we've been doing this that everyone hires a PA uh, a PR firm who completely cleans out their <clears throat> fucking social media before the draft. And, so like you see that they. They're, they have no liked posts on Twitter anymore. They follow like fucking 10, <laughs> 10 people. It's like all their teammates and like whatever fucking management company they hired. Uh, and their Instagram, their Instagram is just like Instagram glamour is shots just of them. them. Yeah, it's, it's like, just... so like Jalen Green, like there, there aren't even, look, nobody has like those like red flag pictures that we used to find where it's like them with like some Instagram models and stuff. And you're like, uh-oh. Uh, it, it's just like them like working out um, yeah. or them like at the draft. So, you know, Green, look, I, I think um, he stood out the most to me, like, of all the guys at the draft. Like, he dressed like a fucking, like, Al Capone in space fucking. That outfit was fire. It was so fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, the, the whole look, his hair was fucking awesome. Like, I mean, he is very cool. So I already had the thumbs up. Um, I mean, we'll get into it with you, Chris, about, like, his actual game, but – he he follows like seven people on fucking Twitter. Two of them are fucking John ja Moran and Jamal Crawford. I'm like, oh, those are like two of your like, and they're people that I guess have like really boosted him up, like um, that he's in contact with a lot. I'm like, those are two people that I absolutely stand. So like, you know, he's he's very religious. Like uh, his posts are often like very you know godlike posts like positive messages like every day like almost every day but he so he mixes like that focus that balance of like being you know god-fearing man but also he has swag so i'm like this is good this is like jonathan isaacs if he had swag you know like <laughs> so like, um like it. They're, they're, I'm PM, like i'm like this this is this is a this is a good dude this is good clear clear good dude so there was a story that Mark Spears told where he went to G League Ignite, or maybe it was Jalen Green's high school team. And he was like, Jalen Green, can I go through your social media in front of everybody? And I'm going to tell you what you should take down and what you should do. And so Jalen Green was like, yeah, sure, you can go through my social media. So Mark Spears went through Jalen Green's social media in front of the whole team 
and like critiqued it. No, you shouldn't have that rap song there. You shouldn't have that. And he basically told him how to clean it up. So it sounds like Jalen Green not only was willing to do that in front of his whole team, but it sounds like he followed through that he did clean up his social media. So I, I see that as a big, a big positive. He also, there's a picture of him like uh, with an awesome like sweatshirt that says love black people like you love black music, which I like. That's, that's great. All you fucking, all you fucking racist ass motherfuckers who listen to hip hop, like (laughs) fuck off. Uh, Yeah. So thumbs up before the draft, thumbs up, you know, like after watching the draft and thumbs up after looking up his uh, clearly cleaned out fucking social media accounts. Also part Filipino. Very important. Oh, high, I didn't high rank, high did rank. not know that. Oh, yeah. He talks about wanting to play for the, the Philippines all the time. Oh, I I feel like I should have heard more about that from friend of the pod, CJ Toledano, because like he all he does is talk about Jordan Clarkson being half Filipino. So, <laughs> yeah, he I, he mentioned it in one of his stories. I think CJ did. Anyway. Nice. nice. That, that might be a pattern. Filipino bucket getters. Yeah. I mean, Clarkson. I'm yep. a Clark's inspector. Yeah. Um, I did have green right after Mobley uh, at three. So really love what Mobley brings. Um, and, and just I, he, he was a hair over green. I mean, a lot of people said, you know, to, to go back to Cade, that for them it's like Cade and Mobley and then green is like the clear. I had Cade as like the clear one and then Mobley and green next up so those two kind of on the same tier uh, a lot of people smarter than i with green ahead of mobley on their board um for me jalen green just he's gonna be one of those guys who every time he catches the ball you're you're looking at that part of the court you're watching you're just you're just ball watching like you know i'm trying to watch basketball games you know, more air quote intelligently recently, you know, not always just ball hawking, trying to see what's going on around the court. See if I can let a, you know, a screen on the other side, catch my eye and, you know, predict that a shot will just trying to figure out, you know, how to watch sets more effectively. And Jalen green is going to be one of those guys for me, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker. um, Even, I mean, not, I'll go non Knicks here. So Beal, Booker, Levine, guys who have so many different fakes counters dribble moves on the ball that it's just like that's the show for me it's just getting to watch them try to score not even the ball going in the bucket just everything leading up to the release of the mid-range pull-up is like the art for me when it comes to watching Beal or any of those guys green is is like that for me um he's so athletic and he's going to eventually find a plethora of ways to utilize that as well as his just straight up skill on the ball um, to get to his spots, create a lot of open shots for himself. And we'll see if he can leverage that into team playmaking as well. Cause even if he's just, you know, giving you Evan Fournier playmaking, but Bradley Peel type scoring, like that's one hell of a player. Um, yeah. I like to, uh, I like to watch like the weak side, like corner, and just see the guy sitting in the corner because that's like my game. So I'm like, you know, Cam I, Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, Cam Johnson. Oh, man, he's the best shot though. It's his shot is so goddamn. He, he's wet. someone who every time he lets go of the ball, you're like, oh, that's going in. 
Ah, and then yeah. it just goes it goes through so perfect. I think he has the best like best looking shot, you know, in the league. I have beautiful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful stroke. Mobley. John, do you have Mobley? I have Mobley. John, you just looking at him now or no, no, I'm doing even deeper <laughs> stuff. John, okay. John's like, went to USC. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's so a red Evan, flag right there. That's a red, yeah. big red flag. Evan Mobley. First name is Evan. Evan. Um, uh, um, okay. Evan Mobley, he does the same thing that you guys have. Uh, that Dave was talking about, cleaned up his act completely. Um, his Instagram is very, very boring. Uh, normal stuff. Two couple, a couple signs though. His profile says two-time gold medalist. Oh, 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 oh! I had this oh, too. I have this I too. Had this too for Scotty Barnes. <laughs> yeah. What? Three, what are three-time doing? gold medalist. What? We, what gold medals, guys? It's the Olympics right now. <laughs> you didn't win the Olympics. I looked it up, John. Did you look it up? I looked it up. They're counting yeah. these like FIBA, U, U, U19 and U18 tourneys as gold medals. So yeah. I, I don't know how to think about this. Because at first I was like, oh, wow. He, what, what did he? I was like, Olympics? And then I looked and I was like, no, wait. No, this doesn't make sense. So is this a good sign or a bad sign? I think I it's a bad a, sign. I have a theory. What's that? I think it's neither. I think um, just as you guys realize that their lists of followed accounts and, you know, posts are manufactured. Um, that to me sounds a lot like a call from an agent. Hey, uh, we're going to throw this in your bio. You really care about winning. You really care about winning. And we want to show teams that we're going to show, you know, we want to advertise that you really care that you represented your country and, you know, came out with the gold medal. Um, and they were like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It would, that the theory sounds good because the fact that we found it on Barnes, Mobley and Suggs, and it's the first thing in their, in their Twitter bio, right? Right, John? Yes. It's, like, Nine it's, it's like second USC first. Oh. It's the first okay. thing on Scotty Barnes. It's the first thing on Suggs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you put the little gold medal emoji next to it. It looks official as hell. So yep. yeah. Yeah. So, right, a couple so it's other nothing. Things. Okay. <clears throat> so I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled with that. Uh, there's another video that he posted called Behind the Scenes, where he's clearly doing some kind of dribbling thing on a video, and um, they're shooting the monitor. Now, this is what I do for a living, and I will say that a lot of athletes are terrible at this. Um, but this seems like Evan Mobley has has a good like is good at this. He knows his angles, he knows what the producer is looking for, and he knows how to pose for the camera. Now, that could be a good sign. That could also be a bad sign. It's, I think it's another middle. It's an iffy one. I don't know. You know, does he only care about himself? And that's why he's good at practicing these photos. Or is he like, I want to look good. And that's a good sign. And he knows what good looks like. Oh, it's playing in one. LA. I mean, you know, playing in LA, you know, come on. Yes. You know? So that's, that's one that's interesting. Now here though, is the red flag. Hold on. I got to find it. Uh, oh, here it is. So like we said, not many, not many, very manufactured, very, very polite, except for one photo is him and uh, posing up against a car um, with a, another friend, B-Money Enterprises. Mm. So if you go to Bryson Stevens, which seems to be his really close friend, uh, you start to see one of his buddies. The thing is, his buddy has decided to drop out of college and work as an entrepreneur at B Money Enterprises LLC. And if you look at this photo, he has clearly made some kind of weird fancy book that uh, definitely has to be fake. 
Like, I'm sorry, buddy. Like, clearly this is, to me, uh, you know, he's dropped out of Cal Poly Panoma, Pomona next semester to bet on myself and continue my journey as a full-time entrepreneur. And if you go through all the B Money Enterprises uh, page, it's, it's, it's clearly just some like TikTok scam. Like this guy has no idea what happened. He just happens to have played basketball with Evan Mobley. So now he is going to be Evan Mobley's like money guy and is quitting to, to do that. Don't know, guys. Doesn't doesn't seem good. Doesn't Chris, seem not good. a huge red flag, but Chris, that's a huge have you, red flag. Chris, have you thought about doing that? Just dropping out of school and just like being like John John Macri's like TikTok scam guy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, yes. good. And you gotta, you gotta weigh your options. I mean, come on. Yeah, and also, and it's double underscore B money uh, is his name, which is kind of. Eh. Well, I'm sure single underscore B money. B money, yeah, yeah. yeah. Regular B money. Everyone, everyone uh, knows B money. So the hot market. Yeah. So yes. after posting this, uh, this, this, like, I don't even know what this book kind of thing, um, B money enterprises. Last photo is him doing the shush sign. Very, oh, very. No. Oh no, Dave. Doing it better than Trey with the his finger like up <laughs> above his unibrow, or it's kind uh, of, it's kind of somewhere in the middle it's not like it's still like his his finger is like above the tip of his nose it's still up here mm. but it really should be down here yeah. so i'm not sure i would not give my money to be money i would not put him in my feed it could be very innocent i mean luckily mobley is probably making enough money that this isn't going to bankrupt he him. can afford he can afford to have be money man yeah but i will say Mm, I don't know. Drop him on the board. We're dropping him. Yeah, I, I think three makes sense. I, I I see why Cade would go first. Oh yeah. Why Jalen Green Cade would go first. second, and why I'd keep Evan Mobley third. I'm just okay. saying. That. I think there's more risk to Evan Mobley than the other guys. But Chris, you, you, you still two. yeah, Chris, you still feel comfortable uh, you, yeah, having you, him at two okay after that? that after that story. Has Listen. B Money gotten to you? Has B Money maybe send you <laughs> also a, a lot of Chipotle official Chipotle posts? That was another. Thing. Oh, we'll oh, get to Chipotle. Oh, that, that's a real, oh yeah, that's <laughs> we'll get to That was that was Obi last year. So that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um. Hmm. I have to say that I think you guys are disrespecting the um, Cinderella awesome. story of LeBron and Rich Paul, and uh, there is. I know there is a um young player out there in in orlando and cole anthony who um has his best friend you know going to school right now and um becoming his like manager as well so that's uh that's a story that i'll choose to root for um because i i do believe in mobley but I have to say that, you know, this, there, there have been like reports and people who have reported on Mobley from the high school days, like refute this. So I'll trust them over like the Houston reporters that were all trying to get the Rockets to not take him instead of green. Um, there was this whole thing about how like Mobley allegedly doesn't care about basketball or something. Yes. Oh yeah. And, There's mm, lots of like low motor. I, know, d- I don't think I buy that because everyone who's covered him for longer than, you know, this trap cycle um, disagrees, but mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, there are, there are thoughts floating now <laughs> in my brain about like him and the money and cashing out and, <laughs> 
I, I, I don't know. I think, I think when you're as, as talented as Evan Mobley, you, you don't let um, B money's aspirations stop you from greatness. So I, I'm, I'm going to say that he will, he will reluctantly remain at two. two. On my board. All right. Also, also, All right. I well, I mean, this. mistakes. I will say this. I did DM him uh, and said, welcome to Cleveland fam. Let me know if you need ticks to the rock and roll hall of fame. I got the connect and we're we're waiting to see if he responds back. I too did something similar to each, uh, all three of these guys. I said, yo, whatever their name was, is going to be a dog. (laughs) So we'll see. So we'll, yeah, we'll see if they respond. Still, still no response. So bad sign for on all three of them. But, Scotty yeah. Barnes. Scotty Barnes is neck, Dave. You have, you have Scotty, right, Dave? Yeah, so Scotty um, seems just like a nerd. Big, <laughs> huge, big video game guy. Like, But, like, pictures of him, like, holding, like, his PlayStation controller and stuff. Like, um, not verified on Twitter yet. I don't, Whoa. Know how, I, don't, I don't know. It took me what? a while to even find his account. What? It's like, it's like Scott Barnes 561 or something. And, like, Damn. not verified yet. I'm like, bro. Well, what's going on? Like Toronto, get this guy a check already. No, so ooh, ooh. that was that was a red flag. Very big red flag. He he's already like hearing it from you know people like online. I'm sure like because people think like a lot of people think the Raptors are crazy for not taking Suggs over him. Um, but again, social media accounts cleaned out. All the people he follows, which actually like I, I have Franz Wagner like after this. All the people he follows are all like NBA people. So I think that's a good sign. Like it's like he doesn't follow like fucking Instagram models or like annoying fucking TikTok people. Um, it's it's all very business like. So I, honestly, I really just have not much to say about him. Like he he, he seems like a nice kid. I think he's going to be a really good player. Um, I probably still like Suggs over him. Uh, I think Suggs' ceiling is higher. Um, and, and again, like, I think he's just kind of nerdy. He, he kind of reminds me of like a less funny Josh Hart, like, uh, mm. like less of a sense of humor, but seems like a good kid. So um, I don't know if I would have taken him at this spot, uh, but, but his, uh, uh, his social media didn't move me one way or the other, besides the fact that he's not verified on Twitter yet. Well, I heard, um, kind of I heard, I heard weird. David, I heard David Thorpe on a podcast and apparently David Thorpe's son played with him uh, in college. Uh, and David Thorpe was like, all he's like, this guy, every, this guy's in practice. You know, he's like, the, the, he's the leader. You know, if, if he's not there, they have a bad practice. He was just all about Scotty Barnes. So I think that's, yeah, that's I a believe pretty that. good sign. Because that's like, yeah. you know, his son's telling him the real stuff. Like he's telling yes. him, you know, behind the scenes, like how this guy is. So yeah, yeah. I like that about Scotty Bar- Barnes. I also, I mean, I guess you got to trust Masai, you know, like trust, exactly. I, tr- I trust Masai. Right, uh, right. But yeah, so like, yeah, social media, not moving me one way or the other. I uh, Scotty, I hope you get verified soon because it's fucking embarrassing. Yeah, so. yeah <laughs> I don't know, I, guys. I Scotty Barnes, what, what's his whole thing that he's really good at defense and everything but shooting? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Matisse yeah. Thybulle. Yeah, so, uh, no, but yeah. the big, the, the, the oh, big no. difference, the big difference between <laughs> him and getting disrespectful. Yeah, no, but like, so the big difference between him and Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons is an asshole, doesn't care about anything. You know, from all from whatever it seems like. Scotty Barnes seems like the reverse. Scotty Barnes yes, seems like he yes. really cares. Yep. introspective wants to get better 
like personality wise, even though I understand the comp with Ben Simmons and, you know, good defense, bad shooting, but personality wise, I would tr- way trust Scotty Barnes more. So I, I, the more I hear about him, the more I like him. Chris, where'd you have him? Man, uh, that all adds up about Barnes. Everyone seems to view him as a high energy, high character kid. Um, I think just the fact that he was the type of prospect he was and went to Montverde for high school, you know, a lot of, a lot of NBA players go, go there in Florida, RJ, D'Lo, Simmons. Just in this draft. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of big name NBA players um, have found themselves at Montverde before the league. And for Barnes to be, you know, that, that kind of star in the basketball prospect world, and then, go to FSU tells me a lot about who he wants to be. Um, He could have gone to, you know, Duke, Kentucky, or any of these places quintupled his Instagram followers. He would have been, he would have had four verified checks by now. Um, If he went to Duke and and was Scotty Barnes at Duke, you know, we'd be hearing how this kid is like Giannis and Kawhi. If they had a baby, like I just, he went to FSU to get taught, defensive principles by Leonard Hamilton to, to be the best version of himself that he can be. You see guys like Pat will Vassell come out of FSU recently with excellent defensive knowledge on and off ball, just uh, awareness of schemes, how to play them coachable guys, Barnes, the type of player who will um, man, he'll, he'll go up uh, to the crowd and, and after just poking a loose ball free, He'll have his whole giant arms getting the crowd pumped up. And the, the, he's absolutely that kind of guy. The kind of like that, that they had a Brad, they had a bad practice. If he wasn't there, I believe that like a million percent. He's that type of player. It's like, um, again, let me get a very relatable analogy for you guys as grown men. Like in like second grade, when you'd show up to school and your best friend wasn't there and the whole day was just off you know the the whole the, it's like nothing was gonna go right that day like nothing you know that's matt matt that, do you do you relate I, to that did you have second grade up hey second yeah. grade second grade first crush dana izuhara where are you dana izuhara so hot she wasn't there she wasn't there yeah wow. bad day dana bad day. really said a whole yeah, lifetime we're talking, for matt. we're talking about friends not like people you had crushes on that you didn't stand chance well with. i didn't have, i never had any friends come on now come yeah, on yeah, there's come no on. No, no friends. Sorry, what you're saying, Chris, before Dave tried to dunk on me for being old? Listen, I said, I think I got it all out about. All you, right. can, you guys can uh, just, I think, see from game one of Summer League that he'll play in, that this oh, guy's yeah. going to be Against the Knicks. Against the Knicks, baby. Hey, yeah. never mind. He's getting shut down by, uh, <laughs> by <laughs> Chris's Justin, Justin Patton is going to clamp this bum up. That's right. I, I know. Scotty Barnes reeks. Justin Patton is better. Uh, um, love it. Wait, so where did you yeah, have where did you have Scotty Barnes on your uh, on your big? So board? Barnes was a late riser on my board, and yeah, it was yeah. because I spent so much time already in love with the actual late risers that I kind of let him, you know, fall. Like he was right under my nose the whole time, and I just had him. God, maybe I had him like eight or nine in my first board. Um, he was number six by okay. my final board so yeah, sixth on the board i mean it was not a, it was a surprise on draft night because a lot of people thought the, the magic might take him with their second pick right i thought he was going at five 
Gotcha. To the point where I, for legal reasons, hypothetically bet on him going at five. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> rough, rough. Um, let's get to the number five pick. That was supposed to be like locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but what apparently happened, Jalen Suggs worked out for Toronto and had like the two worst workouts ever. Like the first workout. Little Steve Francis sitch. Yeah, I don't know. Is that is that because I I can't remember a guy having a bad workout. I mean, well, sorry. I you hear about Fultz's workout, but like usually when you hear about workouts, it's because they're so good. You know, you hear about the Damian Lillard workout, how amazing it is. Donovan Mitchell, Kobe Bryant, um, and then of course you hear about bad guys having good workouts. Uh, you know, Yiji Lin, um, uh, what's his face, uh, second pick, Darius, uh, not Darius Arch, the Darko, Darko Milicic having a mm. having a great uh, workout. So you kind of hear about bad guys having good workouts. You hear about good guys having good workouts. Then you hear about like guys who are supposed to be good than having bad workouts. So the bad workout to me is like a big, big red flag because you never hear about a guy having a bad workout and then he becomes a good player. Oh, you know, he had it, you know, whatever, like they had, you know, he stinked it up in the workout, but he turned it around. So that is definitely a big red flag that we heard about, you know, whatever recently as, as why Toronto didn't pick him. Mm-hmm. I would say going into the draft, Jalen Suggs was my guy. One of our, one of our, I won't say who, but we had a previous draft guru who, to me, in the DMs was telling Jalen Suggs, number one, Jalen Suggs, number one. And there's a lot of, this guy is Chauncey Billups. Like, if you can get Chauncey Billups, like, you you know, you take him. He's like, he's one at every stage. Um, right. You got the football highlights, which he looks great playing quarterback. All of that looks good. So going into this draft, Jalen Suggs was my number one. But then I heard about the draft workout. Then I went on a social media and his social media, despite being, you know, um, sanitized is still terrible. There's a lot of video game stuff. Um, (laughs) He has, he has, his banner image is of the Joker. Always, you know, look, I know you're 19. (laughs) I don't know if you have the Joker in your banner image, uh, Chris, but dude, the Joker, anybody who's all about the Joker, always, always, always a red flag. Which Joker, Um, which Joker, which, uh, uh, the the original sixties one. (laughs) So look, no, no, no. Here's 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 how it goes. That would be tight. Here's how it goes. If it's uh, Cesar Romero, okay. Look, it's the if the person has the Jared Leto Joker, that's like the biggest red flag. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. That's next worst is the Joaquin Phoenix one. Mm -hmm. Heath Ledger one still red flag, not as bad. His was the Heath Ledger one. All right. Yeah. Once you get to the season Romero Joker, that's a positive. Okay. If you if yes. this guy's standing yeah, yeah. Caesar Romero from the sixties, then like okay. A, he's just in a vintage stuff. Like yeah, he's just yeah, he's he's a, he's a, he's a man of the world, you know. Um, I'm with yeah. I I think I think Joaquin is being um, underrated as a red flag because if a prospect were to have Phoenix's Joker as their banner image, uh, thinking that they relate to you know, it's like when someone tells you their favorite book is uh oh man let me let me let me get an example here like if someone tells you their favorite book is catcher in the rye they're like yeah i just related so much and i'm just like yeah oh yeah i might be a psychopath yeah yeah right right. (laughs) yeah right right. (laughs) um but then i found this interview with Jalen Suggs did with chipotle chipotle sponsored interview where he has an interview (laughs) in chipotle this thing was ridiculous they're like the interviewer's like what's your what's your what's like your motto and he's like, my motto is fearless. Yo, Doc, motto is like multiple words. You can't just have one word as your motto. <laughs> so there's that. Then the guy asks him, you're starting a band. What do you name your band? He's like, um, Jace fearless. Move. 
No, he said Jay Smooth. Yo, the question isn't who's your favorite artist. It's like if you're naming the band. This is like shades of when Markel Foltz posted like the Rolex oh, wow. ad that said like insert name here. Like he just mm. he didn't update it. Dude, what are you oh, doing? Boy. This is why oh, Scotty Barnes went for because Masai yeah, didn't have it. I know. Yeah. Masai knew. Masai knew. Then, then they asked him uh, who, if he could have Chipotle with anybody, who's he, who, anybody, who, who are you sharing your Chipotle meal with? Please say the joke. This- <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a joker of, of, of sorts. He said Kevin Hart. He's like, oh, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart, number one. So, which I don't look, hate that. I don't hate. I that. don't. I don't hate that either. But come on, like you know, yeah. you, you know, anybody, anybody, Jesus. Yeah. Ooh, I know? really like Jalen Suggs going into the draft. Mel, you could have lunch of... with Mel Brooks. Come you on, good. Wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are the yeah. chances? What are the chances anybody in this draft knows who uh, Mel Brooks is? Zero. <laughs> yeah. Zero. Zero. Um, you know, I'm gonna maybe say there's. I'm going to say there's a 8.5% chance that a, there's a prospect in this draft who knows who Mel Brooks is, because I feel like this, this is like my age draft now. Like I'm at yeah. the point where I'm the age of the prospects. And I, I was shown space balls like in my youth. There you go. So perhaps, perhaps they, uh, you know, last generation hanging on there before we just kind of get into like the whole Zach or- and Cody Maybe, like maybe, best. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe one of like the Eastern European players because the, the, there are only so many American things that like made their way to ah, the country. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe Rokas, uh, Jacobutis, uh, maybe like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Corey uh, Kispert just because he's like 30. <laughs> Just he's like a thirty-year-old yeah, white dude. Thirty and white. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he definitely heard. No, isn't there? Who, there? Who's there? Is an old guy in this draft? Who's the Who's the old guy in the draft? Um, the guy from Stanford. David Mitchell is pretty old. Oh, David oh, Mitchell. Oh, Duarte. 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 Duarte is super old. Yeah. Duarte's my age. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah made Duarte. Um. Anyways, uh, Duarte, yeah. Duarte definitely hasn't seen spaceballs. Um. um that's true. He, anyways, he's still, like, he's still figuring out English. I think. Um. We're, we're not there yet in terms of the ready to watch baseball's development. Yeah. I'd also say whoever the Spurs drafted probably knows him. <laughs> that just makes sense to me. I don't no, know. They're why. terrible at drafting now. They switched, they switched it up. Now they're terrible. They draft all these like random players. Now they don't yeah. draft good players. Oh, anymore. Really? Is it pop? Yeah. Can't remember which names are which pop, yeah, old pop, ass. Yeah. Old ass pop. Yeah. Pop terrible. Just, just um, wash. Anyways. <clears throat> Dude. Anyways, Suggs, Suggs fell on my draft four. I don't know. Where, where'd you have him, Chris? Suggs was four for me uh, under green. So I had Cade, Mobley, Green, Suggs. And there were people who had, you know, Suggs over greens, you know, whatever. I, I was told by some people that, like, Suggs was the clear number two after Cade. Um, I just think in the NBA draft, if you're that bad <laughs> – like just take take the bet on the upside. I think Suggs may have you know out of besides Cade. I'm gonna because I view Cade as that sure of a thing. Um, if you're talking about between Mobley, Green, and Suggs, like yeah, Mobley's gonna come in and be good on defense, maybe better in his first year than people are expecting. But Suggs might you know might be the safest bet there to be a really good player if you want to say that. I I just think if you're in the draft, you bet on the upside. Yeah. Like, yeah. for example, the Clippers could have gone win now. They could have taken um, Bones Highland like I did for them in the Strickland mock or a couple different guys. No, they they got Keon. 
they got they they swung for the upside with the value was there. They got Keon and kept it moving. I think the draft is for that. Um, so I had Suggs four after some of those bigger swings, in my opinion. I think if you swing and hit on Suggs, you know, you know what you're getting. You're gonna be really, really happy with it. I think if you swing big at Mobley and hit, like you have a you have like a top four player in the NBA or something like that in a couple and you know in his prime and that's worth everything. Um, so yeah, I, I had the bets, the bigger bets above Suggs, but Suggs is still really high on my board at four, especially for this class. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Well, I didn't really pay attention because my niece came into my room, so I was just seeing what my niece was up to. <laughs> But uh, fair enough, fair enough. All right, Josh Giddy. Who had Josh Giddy? I had Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy is the most boring Instagram <laughs> ever. Like literally, uh, even I don't, more. I don't know. We haven't gotten a Franz Wagner yet. But, okay. okay. <laughs> Except when you look at the people that he follows. Ah. Josh Giddy knows all the Australian hotties. Everyone oh. he follows. He follows some a lot of hot young Australian athletes, right? Surfers, I assume. Oh, a it's lot a of basketball. It's all basketball girls, but then you go deep down. Charlotte Hannah, which her her title is just pet. Um, <laughs> she is. Wow, Josh, what are you doing here? Look at this, guys. Look what look what he's following. Oh boy. <laughs> oh yeah, just straight up oh, thong and butt photos. So I think uh, I think I'm up higher on my guy Josh. Uh, you know, he just seems a little <laughs> oh, you're higher because of the- I think he hey. just seems a little less fake and a little a uh, little horn doggy, um, but also supporting other athletes, uh, but like in a thirsty way. So hey. I don't know what that really entails, but I think I'm on him. I'm on his. I'm on this train because he's not afraid. You know, a lot of guys Josh- are like, I'm afraid. But not this dude. He is Josh Giddy. Good luck in OKC. Good luck in OKC. Yeah. Well, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not a lot of Charlotte Hannah, whoever her name was in, in OKC. Yeah. Different uh different population than you're gonna find in Australia. So yeah, but he's yeah. doing he's he's doing so a good this job. is this is the Denny situation then where um despite you know not being the best prospect in the draft, they're totally the best prospect in a while from where they're from. And it's leading to a whole lot of fame. I was told behind the scenes before last year's draft that if you're a GM of a big market team, like you've crossed Denny off your board because that's that was the consensus in the shadows, allegedly, was that, you know, New York, L.A., Miami would not be places for him. He needs to go somewhere like Oklahoma City or Washington figure out how to be an NBA player. That's not the superstar and, and develop. Um, and this might be that for Giddy, which, you know, is a recurring thing. Like this is gonna keep happening as the game keeps getting more global. Mm-hmm. Um, but Oklahoma city, as you guys were just saying, doesn't sound like the worst of landing spots. Yeah. 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 Well, Godspeed. Godspeed. Uh, Josh. Godspeed Kaminga. Josh. Kaminga I mean, is a guy who called- Pussy Henderson? Wow. Josh. You're gonna see a lot of see who you follow. Yeah, you're gonna see, see a lot of Josh Gideon and John Hill uh, mutual follows pretty soon. <laughs> Yo, just see hey, can you can you just uh, search real fast see if he see if he follows Dana Izuhara? Just wondering what you <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I know, she's probably too Kaminga, old for him. Yeah. Kaminga, yeah, wait, probably actually. Kaminga was a guy who I didn't like at all. You know, everything I heard about him, uh, his coach would do interviews and would not, would not talk about him at all. Instead, talk about um, Jalen Green. Kaminga, also big Kyrie guy. Nothing I liked when I was hearing about him. Social media, also pretty clean, but also pretty terrible. He said, coming to America 2 is a top five movie. So red flag. He posted he posted a highlight of himself and the highlight was lame. So this guy's posting lame highlights like that's all. It's like him doing a layup. It's like it's like it's like the most basic, boring move with like no skill. That's the highlight he would post. He also retweeted himself. Big, big, big red flag for someone who retweets himself. So hated Josh Kaminga or hated Kaminga before, uh, you know, before um, before the social media research hated him more after. Um, where did you where did you have him, Chris? Giddy, um, not Camilo, we're talking I, Kaminga. We I guess oh, you know, we never found out where you had Giddy, but yeah, Giddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna start off with Giddy. I had Giddy uh, fourteen, um, wow. so I wasn't I wasn't the highest on him, but I did I did like him. I think things like his crossover uh, were going underrated um, for maybe the wrong or maybe the white reason, uh, but. <laughs> Yep. You know, he also just wasn't super, super impressive to me. Um, I think aspects of his game flying a little under the radar. The potential is there. I think the chance that he gets that all together and reaches that like star potential that OKC apparently sees might be slim. Um, but again, people that are way smarter than me were higher on him. So who knows? Kuminga, Jersey boy, number five on the board. Woof, terrible. That's going to look so terrible. I, I, <laughs> I, I will guarantee him being a bust. He's, nobody I felt more sure about being a bust in this draft than Kaminga. So, all right. Next up, Wagner, which hopefully Dave, did you, Dave, did you have Wagner? I had Wagner, but uh, Chris, where did you have? Oh, well, oh, you said Kaminga. Yeah. Yeah, he said Kaminga's five. five. Look, yeah, he's, yeah. Young. I he's mean, young. He's young. He's young. He's going to make mistakes. Chris is going to make some, some mistakes. So, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Uh, yeah, I had Franz Wagner. He like uh, is like intensely boring, intensely boring person. He also follows like a ton of TikTok, like the worst TikTok people. Like, do you know who Addison Ray is, Matt? <laughs> she is like the most insufferable product of of TikTok. Like, she she now like has been like given like opportunities to like interview people on the red carpet and stuff like that. And she is one of the more insufferable people online follows her. So that's, that's a huge red flag to me. Um, positives. Like he follows Joe's pizza in New York. So, okay. So that's a positive. That's a red flag. I'm gonna, <laughs> you know what? Let me, let me take a step back here, yes. David. And I'm, I'm going to, um, going to retaliate on that, that first one. I think, and I'll present this in yes. a very as our young person on the pod. Yeah, I think from this is Franz. Yes. Okay, Franz here is doing his best to position himself with his newfound fame on her radar, um, probably for reasons unrelated to the quality of her TikTok dances. <laughs> that so is fair. He. Yes. I'm not gonna blame Franz. For for throwing it out there, uh, cast, cast in the reel. 
um, and seeing if he gets a bite. I'm not going to. There's a lot of Googling I got to do after this. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let me, I, so let me just, there's Addison Ray, Char, is it Charlotte and Hannah? Charlotte okay. Hannah. All right. Pussy, pussy, somebody. Pussay. I'm just going to Google pussy and see what comes Addison up. Addison Ray was, was not the only uh, person he uh, appeared to be, uh, you know, throwing the, the reel out for. There are okay. many, many other young women uh, in his follows. Um, he does, he and uh, Paige Beckers, you know, I'm a huge UConn fan. They follow each other. They seem to be friends. So that's a positive. That's a positive. Um, he follows RJ, so I'll give him that. But again, just the array of because he only follows like, I don't know, 200 people and a good right. chunk of them are like the worst looking, like just horrible uh, Instagram and TikTok influencer people. So it's not great. And also he has a cameo. Oh, like, oh, I like that. No, 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 no. That's no. positive. I like no. a cam. You get, get that no, money. No, we don't like no, the cam. That's like that's like post. That's like post career move. You you no. go on camera. He can do no, it with no. the with the new rules, right? The nil nil rules, right? Yeah, but like, like don't don't. But like also like don't. Also don't. But also come don't. on. Don't. It may, so it, an agent, it, it's like an you, yeah. Don't be doing like what like Scott Bayo does. Like I mean, come on. The, the cameos for like the the washed. The Michael Sweeney. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, yeah. Hey, shout out the goat, Michael Sweeney. Shout out the goat, big three legend, Knicks legend, former, big three legend, former coworker of really? mine. <laughs> really, I hear he's uh, a very nice guy. At a youth basketball program, he was a coach. Was he cool? There. Um, met him in like passing once. He was he was a really nice guy. Yeah, nice. I, uh, I I can't say my position there was as illustrious. Um, scorekeeping. The first, second, and third grade games. Oh, there you getting, go. Getting getting hot dog sandwiches for people. So. <laughs> Two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine uh, Maybe a little soup stand. I imagine Mike, Mike Sweet oh. Mike Sweetney was eating a lot of hot dog sandwiches while you were there. I'm just just gonna guess. Listen, um, I I won't comment. <laughs> no, no, no. You you still want a career, uh, you know, in 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 sports entertainment. So you know, you you shouldn't comment. But youth basketball assistant coaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, dream. so yeah, Franz Wagner. Uh, I mean, I'm always I'm always out on the white guys. Always out yeah. on the white guys, and now I'm like even even more out on him. I mean, come on. Yeah, what was the big oh, thing? Man. His big thing is that he plays defense. Yeah, oh, the yeah. big oh, thing is he he grew he two grew. inches. Uh, in he grew the two inches. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Love. I mean, think look, about all those white white guys that are just amazing at defense. Like, come <laughs> on, get him out of here. It ain't gonna hey, happen. When you're when you're white and you and you're bigger, it always means that you're better. <laughs> Chris, shout out, Chris, shout out, Chris, shout out the, uh, the the goat, the goat, KP. You know, I oh. hope for all the best for you, bro. All the best. Uh, can't wait to see you in a king's uniform soon. So <laughs> that we can dream. We can dream. That would. Oh man, in like the Sacktown special edition jersey. Oh, be so, so sweet. So sweet. Happen. His stops just sit in there with his, you know, I, I, I hope, I don't know if it is, but I hope number six is retired there and they put him in some bullshit, like, yeah. like 68. Yeah. 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 No, no, you know, some idiot Bielitsa number like 88 or something. Yeah. Give <laughs> some him some that yeah. shit. Poor Zingus standing there in the paint and his sack town Jersey with his scrawny arms up and 
Oh man. Hey, we hit all the, uh, all the hot spots in Sacramento. I, I can't wait to see, uh, you know, see him getting kicked out of all those places. Uh, yeah. after some altercation. <laughs> can't wait. Chris, where'd you have Wagner? Franz, uh, to me, the defense, <laughs> I am the, if, if there's like a, if there's like one formula to the, to the, the Chris board, it's that you're going to be higher if you can play good defense on multiple positions and do it early. Um, you just provide more value to your team on a basis level than other guys who can't do that do. You're probably going to end up returning a greater value over the course of the years because you can play a rotation role, albeit without the ball, even year one. You know, look at Cam Reddish in Atlanta. Year one showed some defensive flashes. He didn't touch the ball and he wasn't that great on offense when he did, but he got on the court. Uh, obviously that career has gone a little differently than most were expecting, but I'm just talking about early impact, early being able to get yourself on the court and play. So for me, Wagner was number 11 and he was a late faller due to the late rises of book night and man who I loved the whole draft process, but I was trying to not be like too biased. So even though I knew I loved book, I always had Wagner over him. And then it was getting closer to draft day. And I'm thinking like, okay, I'm an NBA general manager. I have to bet my chip on one of these guys. Like who would I rather draft? And I just kept thinking book. So I ended up putting book and man over Wagner on my board. Um, I just ended up deciding that those were bets I'd, I'd prefer, but Wagner, you know, late lottery in this draft class. Again, I can't say that enough. Like, how many times over this process I've had to be like, yes, he's only 26 on my board, but in any other draft class, yes, he's, you know, this, this class was just great. And um, guys, like you can't use numbers guys, guys were being misrepresented by their slot on my board. Like I had Deuce McBride 22 and you guys like, like David knows I would actually run through several brick walls for him before or after being drafted by the Knicks and 22 just makes it seem like, yeah, I think he's all right, you know, but I actually really liked the kid. This was just a great class. Wagner to me, um, the swing factor in, in his development is not going to, I guess it's the shot, but it's going to be whether or not he's good enough with the basketball in his hands to make his team want to give it to him more. Uh, if he is, he can run pick and rolls at six ten and shoot and pass and defend. And holy shit, am I terrified. If he's not, um, you know, he's out there. He's, yeah. uh, he's yeah. giving you good defense when he, when he's, when he is, and he's hitting his open corner threes. And then that's about it. Yeah. So a lot of range there and where I think Wagner can end up as a player. But like I was saying to start the defense, that he can provide um, at the three or at the four um, causes me to just be a little higher on him from the jump because of his switchability, his ready to impact the game ness, uh, and he ended up at eleven. So okay, so he, he, oh. yeah, he he could be really good, or he could be leaning harder and harder on that cameo down the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The Athletic.com just released an anonymous GM source of the best uh, defenders in the league. Not a single white guy in any of them. <laughs> Not, not even honorable mention, not, not a single vote. They're showing like others receiving votes, guards, forward, not a single, nope, centers, nope, not one, not one white defender. Damn. Uh, unless, uh, unless it's Tyler uh, Hero. Know. Tyler Hero's not on that list? <clears throat> nope. Damn. Mm. Um, that was, I, was told, I was told he was better than RJ. We should connect him with B Money. Uh, 
Mobley's boy. <laughs> Try to get some of that. Yeah. Try to get that entrepreneurial spirit when he's out of the league in a few years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Davion Mitchell at nine. Um, Davion Mitchell, a oh, little bit of shock, shock uh, from everyone that he would go at nine. Yep. I, the, only, the only way I could explain this is, you know, there's like a lot of now, now teams <clears throat> are trying to get the veteran point guard because Chris Paul, you know, did well in, um, in the finals. I think what's happening here is the GM over there, uh, Monty McNair, he's like, oh, I did really well last year because I, I took the high character guy, Tyrese Halliburton. So let me just take the high character, works really hard, had a good college career guy again, and that's Davion Mitchell. I don't really understand, you know, where this guy fits in with their backcourt. They already seem to have, you know, two guys they like with Fox and Halliburton. So it doesn't make much sense on that front. Also, um, it's like the classic, like, mistake of, like, overreacting to a guy playing well in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. Also, it seemed like his shooting might have been an aberration. Like, his shooting might actually yeah. not be this good. So, I know I would have drafted this guy in the 20s. But uh, whatever. King's going to king. <laughs> Uh, what, I, what, what did you did so, you find anything, John? Well, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I did find some stuff, but first I wanted to say that uh, as a as a sometimes Kings fan, uh, I really wish it was Sengun. I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah, I know. I really <laughs> we love the Kings on the Hoopers. We spent we one them. weekend. We was all three of us went to Sacramento, had the time of our lives. Yep, underrated True. city. Underrated. Love the team. We had a great time at that arena. Great arena. Great unis. Huh? Love sure. Tyrese Halliburton, great pick. Love Halliburton. Oh, we, yeah. we were yeah, Halliburton yeah. was our number one guy last year. We had Halliburton I can't one. Do Halliburton propaganda? I can't. This is, <laughs> oh, oh you're, like, you're, you're on the wrong pod, then, Chris. I wrong know, pod. You're yeah. on the wrong pod, baby. So I will tell you then right now the story of when Tyrese Halliburton shook his head and sighed at me. And <laughs> oh, this sounds like a John story, actually. Yeah, what, what happened? Tell us. So um, I'm, I'm at the second Knicks game back from the quarantine of you know like the no fan situation uh to letting in 10 percent, i believe it was spread out something like that um they they sat us i guess because of a mishap in their you know ticket planning they sat us in a row where there was a camera for the broadcast okay um with covid not supposed to happen so we got moved because there were, you know, so few available seats and all that, we actually got moved into like, you know, again, I'm on a college student budget. I probably paid like 130 a ticket. Um, they moved us like two sections over and into like $500 seats. And I was very close there to our Knicks and the Kings. Um, and we blew them the fuck out. Like, oh, I remember we, that game. Yeah. That was glorious. And, at the end of the game, Halliburton hit like an open catch and shoot three. And this guy starts like, yeah, I'm at the Mecca. I just hit a three at the garden. Like, let's go guy. I'm, 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 I'm looking. Love up. it. Like, Love it. 27, <laughs> 28 points down. What, what was that again? And um, the last game that we had played against Sacramento, Mr. Halliburton had actually played quite well. Yes. And he took to twitter.com to publicly express some of his distaste with my organization of choice in the Knicks uh, for passing on him at number eight. It was a gif of Kermit the Frog, Lipton tea. That's none of my business. Love it. And another another positive. You're just, you're just making me love <laughs> yeah, it. You're more. making it sound great, dude. <laughs> and he 
is in the midst of dropping an absolute stinker in a blowout loss. And, um, you know, he's at the free throw line, but not him. It was like Barnes or someone at the line. And this was like the play after he had done all his gloating down, you know, 20, whatever the hell. And I just like, my voice was already worn. I'm just like, that's none of my business, Tyrese. I started like yelling his stats out. Like, you were three for seven. Like, I was just, I'm like, you're going to tweet about this one. You're going to go home and tweet about this one, Tyrese. And you could, like, he was standing there, just, you know, head down, looking at his shoes, hands on knees, breathing, catching, focusing at the, and he just looks up straight at me. Like, he almost, like, because I, I was yelling at him all game. I'm a hater. I'm a, when I'm at Nick's game, I'm a total hater. I, you know, like, I was calling Westbrook when I was at the wizards game and you know, all this shit. So he just looks, he eyes dart right up to me. Like he knew where I was sitting and he's just like, like wipes some sweat off his brow. He's just like, goes back, grabs, you know, gets him back on defense, whatever it is. But I just, I, 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 that was my small, like I got him. Now when, <laughs> but when, but when he was shaking his head at you, did he say, you're right. You're right. Obi Toppin's better. You're right. <laughs> no. Um, the Kings, the I Kings, I like him better now. I think this, it, King, this yeah. Kings team also like, uh, they, they do seem to relish like, uh, like, cause De'Aaron Fox, obviously like also famously took to Twitter to, to roast uh, the Knicks, like the famous, like they sick tweet as well. So, oh, yeah. so super famous, low, low hanging fruit, low hanging <laughs> super fruit. famous. It is. It's like, it's passed around quite really? a lot. Oh yeah. Really you the guys, white you guy guys hang that in tweets. your rafters. Uh, <laughs> Why would we uh, hang out in our rafters? I don't honestly, know. The, honestly, I don't know. You're King. the only person who's ever talked about that tweet. What's going on here? <laughs> the Kings should hang out in their rafters. It's one of, the, one of the more entertaining things they've done in the last like five years. Here's All what right. I think happened. Here's what I think happened. Okay. To get back to the Kings for a second, I think this was a case of Vivek meddling, right? Because Vivek goes into the thing, he goes into the draft room and says, we need defense. That's our problem. We need defense. So, <laughs> right? And then they go, well, uh, who's the best defender left? And they go, Mitchell. He is a good defender as a point guard. That was his specialty. And so Vivek says, move him up to the top of the board. He's older. This will solve our problems. We'll make the playoffs next year, yada, yada, yada. And that's how you make a bad draft, which is what the Kings do all the time. Like, this just seems like a Vivek kind of bad move here. You have two great guards and you draft the shortest guard that is old that, like, I don't know. I think he might be a good player, but he's a hard worker. But, like, it just seems like this wasn't the smartest thing to do, which is a total Kangs kind of move. Yeah. But looking at his Instagram, again, very short, very simple, but does have a girlfriend. So I had to look through her Instagram. Okay. Uh, couple red flags. Her first photo is a picture of her hair. Like it's a, it's a selfie. And his comment was like kind of a sad face emoji. Kind of like a grumpy, frowny emoji. Oh, like which not, she, appro- not approving of her hair. No, and he and she had to write back. Her response was, you know, change your face kind of thing. Like, post something nicer. Um, change that face, kissy face. So, uh-huh. and then if you look at all their photos together, he's Again, never drama, really, he's drama. never really smiling with her. He's never really happy with her. 
he's way happier when he's with the dog. <laughs> so I'm not sure what this means, right? And then you start looking at the people he follows, right? Which is pretty normal. He, unlike Giddy, who follows only 175 people, 80% of those hot Australian women, <laughs> David Mitchell follows 4,000 people. Oh. So, so, oh, so now you have to be careful because it could just be a like, I'm growing my, I'll follow anyone that follows me kind of thing. But if you start looking at who he followed, uh, you can see that recently he started following Kings players, right? He followed the Kings. He followed uh, De'Aaron Fox, uh, followed a couple other people. And then I was like clicking on some of the girls he started following. And I was like, uh-oh, is he like looking for women? But luckily... Some of these people are, there's some fashion models, but then there's also some from Sacramento, but they all do like hair. So I think mm -hmm. it might be safe to say that he's actually looking for someone to do his hair who also happens to like be a hottie. So we'll see. I don't know. And he also started following the hashtag uh, rolling loud, which is like a concert and a three by three. Yeah, well, he's trying to, you know, that's going on. That was just going on in Miami. He's yeah. Trying to get. Yeah. Trying to get the scoops. Yeah. So I don't know about him. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. Chris, would you have him? Man. Man. 30? Playing in China? Playing in China next year? Did you no. have him above Luca, Luke Garza? Yeah. Oh, Luca Garza. He's just not real. That's what. So my, my, my draft conclusion on Luca Garza was that he doesn't actually exist. And <laughs> then everything made a lot more sense. Um, I'm going to start off with the confession on, on Davion Mitchell, which is that I had him too low to start. I think on my first board, he came out at 34th. Um, that was, that was a bit much. Uh, I don't know if you guys are, are star Wars nerds like myself, but there's an, there's a famous clip of, of George Lucas after having watched the Phantom Menace for the first time, just sitting there and, and looking out and he's like, I may have taken a couple things too far in a couple of places. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was his reaction to his own move. That's the right, oh. that's the correct reaction to that movie. Yes. So too much taxes. That was, that was me with Sangoon and Davion. Um, I had them both as second rounders in my first board. And I realized in the, you know, tween process of boards one and two that I, I was leaning into my take too much. Um, they're not actually gonna, you know, like they're, I don't, they might reek whatever that as a prospect, like they are worth taking a bet on at a certain point. So Davion Mitchell ended up at 28. I will say with the compliment to start off, I think the shooting translates. I think the shooting, maybe not, uh, the sharp shooting. I think he just came off a very, very good season. I think the shot though translates to the nba so you know people are saying well if it doesn't translate that's not a that's not a concern for me like a, the the kid can rip it from deep i i think i trust that shot to translate what i'm concerned about is what happens when it doesn't translate at a sniper rate and his super tough defense doesn't work against like non-future doctors and accountants <laughs> and right. then he is sitting on the king's roster not able to play with the starters because he can't hang with them in with the bench unit 
asking to be, or rather having too much asked of him, because if he's playing with the bench unit, they're going to, Oh, he should be just be, you know, the total lead guard here. And, you know, they're going to, if they build this team in a way that like enables him to be the guy off the bench, he's just going to reek. I think like he, he needs help. He needs a one who's taller, who he can then allows Davion to take the other team's one. And then your one can take their two. Like if they plan for him to be like their sixth man. And that was the whole big, that's not going to go well. That's I'm like, all these doomsdays are hitting my head now of just like Davion being out of the league in a couple of years because he was mishandled. I don't think he's that terrible or like, he will be out of the league. I think the Kings have the potential to, if they don't trade him, like, you know, the Knicks kind of ruined Frank and Knox and those guys, you know, they can never get that time back and all that stuff. Like, yeah, that. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Confirmed. Knox 2.0. Okay. Nah. All right. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Sorry. That's um, BJ Boston. That's BJ Boston. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think Brandon Boston Jr. on this podcast too. Come on. Well, as listeners know, we, we disrespect anything having to do with the name Boston, yeah. the city Sorry. of Boston, you know, just I mean if you if you're how are, how old is BJ Boston? 19 if you're 19 years old and you haven't changed that last name yet, come on, what are you doing? The red red flag, you know, you gotta get yourself down change to the it DMV, to BJ Sacramento. <laughs> uh, B, yeah, BJ Sacktown, dude. BJ Sacktown BJ Sack. perfectly. BJ Sa- oh BJ Sack. <laughs> Great name. BJ Sack. Hey, go it. all out, dude. Damn. BJ Sack and we, follow a we bunch of Australians like on, uh, on, on Insta. We talking about two holes before? This is getting into <laughs> grimy pieces territory. Um, all right. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing, Chris. Um, yes, Chris. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do the, I'll do the Super Hoopers big board right now. This is, you know, done by, this is done by Fiat. Uh, just my, my executive decision. You guys could chime in, John and Dave, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking Cade one. We're going to go with Kate Cunningham one consensus. Mm-hmm. Number one, yeah. we love the socials. All of it checked out. Number two, we got to trust him aside. Scotty Barnes. I mean, no, no blue check mark, a bit of red flag, but I, I just like what I hear about Scotty going Scotty. Number two, shout out to big math up there. Number three, Sangoon. I don't care what you say, Chris, we're going to put oh, Sangoon damn. on here. Just, just, you know, just because, just because we have to. Yeah. And so four. Mitchell ended up at 28 and he ended up at 30. Okay. Gotcha. Sangoon, Sangoon at 30. Oh my God. All right. Uh, number four. J- JP, not going to like the sound of that. Not gonna number like four, Jalen Green. Number four, Jalen Green, just on swag alone. Swag alone on and, and, and the Filipino connection. Yep. You know, number five, you know, I think, you know, here we might want to put Suggs, but I just, I don't, I really don't like what I see, uh, you know, from Suggs so far. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking shout out to you, Dave, with, with the Yukon connection. I'm thinking we go book night at five. Hell yeah. Hey. Hell yeah. Love it. Love it. You know, so. I, I'm going to say this on this pod um, because I, I am on air with, with David. I was very upset, but it, you know what? It was, it was, it was right. Uh, on the Knicks film school green room, someone brought up book night pre-draft. And I, I just, I still hear the piercing words of Andrew Claudio shout out to David Futternick for showing us all James book night. And I'm sitting here like with my November book night propaganda, like, please. <laughs> I love that kid all year, man. And, and you were on top of him as well. Just for pause, just for, um, being from UConn, but man, I gotta yeah. say, I just happen to they happen to be like basically like the only college games I consistently watch like until the tournament. So, 
Yeah, but I, you... I have a UConn bias, but but he's the he's the real deal. Like I, you uh, know, you were on top of him. Obviously, being a real, real player from the jump. Obviously, concerns about his health and uh, and his size, but like, dude is a bucket. Like he's like, I and oh man, that Charlotte team, especially if Lonzo ends up going to Charlotte today. Oh my god, that is gonna be a, such a fun fun team. I think it was great. Oh. It was great. It was great to have Chris on because, you know, what I learned is that Dave, Dave has told us he's a huge deal on Nick's Twitter. He keeps telling us, oh, I'm a huge deal. <laughs> that's, a huge deal on Nick's Twitter. That's what he says. But you've confirmed for me that he's a big enough deal that you know who he is, but not a big enough deal that Nick's Twitter knows how to pronounce his last name. So I yes. think that's, <laughs> that's great. That's great. We know, great. Yeah. we know the ceiling. Well, he we know was, this, he, I, I decided, yeah, I decided that Jonathan Macri could call me Futternick. Because I have friends who I grew up with who know how to pronounce my last name who call me Futternick because it's disrespectful. So they people know how to pronounce my last name for the most part. They just choose to disrespect me. So as a, a Macri disciple who was introduced to Fuddy, you know, I believe the first time I heard you on the KFA, you ready for this? New right. Jersey Transit. The 142R to Port Authority. Oh, it's getting sad. It's getting very sad. It's getting sad. (laughs) My Wednesday morning commute, my senior year of high school, no school on Wednesdays, internships instead. Oh, wow. Had one on Wall Street at a sports agency, and I would pick a podcast for every, you know, trip there in the morning. And the Knicks, oh, my God, it's all coming full circle. We had actually just beaten in the regular season the Atlanta Hawks, uh, and you went on the pod. Oh, plus game pod. Yeah. To gloat about the win and talk about how you thought the seat, you know, it was like the start of a season. Um, that it was the start of that Fizdale season. Right. Oh, Fizdale was the coach, and it was that game we beat. Yes, yes, I'll come in there. And then I was like, oh, this guy knows what's going on. And then we won yes, so few games yeah. that season that you can you can pinpoint like times that we actually won. So yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, that was, that was my first time listening to, to Fuddy on a pod and he's just always been funny. Well, I, I, I have to lean on going on Nick's podcast because uh, it's the only time I get any semblance of respect for my co-host. So, you know, no, no, but it's even worse. It's even worse. This guy just mispronounced your name and you were like, yes, please. Yes. That's my name now. This is like, that's good. This is like, there was a guy in high school. There's a, there was a guy in high school who was so cool. This guy, Vikan, right? So, super cool guy, right? Oh, Jesus. And he just like, he just like looked at me. He's like, and I'm, oh, my name's Matt. He's like, your name's not Matt. Your name's Nick. I'm just going to call you Nick. And I was like, yes, <laughs> yes, Vikan, I'm Nick to you. That's what happened. That's what wow. happened to you. Wow. That's, what That's crazy. Hey, I'm wow. fuddy, baby. I'm fuddy. Wow. That's how it goes. No. Okay. If you want to, hey, look, your people hey, you can call wandered me funny in the too? desert forever. Your people wandered in the desert. Our name's Feudernick. We're Feudernick. Keeping it alive. Keeping it alive through trials and tribulations. <laughs> and some cool some cool guy who watches film all day is like, nah, you're fuddy. And you're like, yes, yes, sir. Yes. My name's fuddy. All right. Hey, no, we're right, in the old country. Life. We were Feudernick. So, you know, okay. I mean, things change over time. It evolves. I mean, I could, I could send every single listener to their closest Best Buy, Apple store, whatever right now with the microphone feedback that would result from me giving the official Finnish pronunciation of my last name into the, (laughs) the audio would just cut out. You'd be like, did the pod end? No, your, your headphones just broke. I just broke them. I don't, (laughs) there's all this, there's this like rasp in it. You know, like, it's like an engine vrooming up when you're about to start saying the name. These motherfuckers have the same last name. It's like the easiest name to pronounce. So they'll, they'll never understand. 
They'll never fucking all right. understand. All right, guys, I'm on vacation. I don't want to have to edit out all this stupid <laughs> Knicks talk. Can we? All right, all right. <laughs> all right. right. I'm on vacation. Now. I'm on We're vacation. literally talking about a, a, a random Knicks game of a, like a, a eight win John, season. John, like, what are we doing? There's a last so time they beat the Hawks. It was the last, last time they beat the, the Hawks. Come on, John. <laughs> so let me get my final agendas out. Please. Yes. Let me get my final yes. agendas your last out. last take. Yeah. Quentin Grimes will be wearing number eight for the New York Knicks. He will follow in the footsteps of the notable number eights before him and be remembered by this team. However, if you look at the cycle, we're due for a good one. So we had good number eight. Uh, I'll start the cycle here with there. There it is. There's, there's Macri's guy. We had spree next up was J.R. Smith. Um, good player, but a meme, right? Next up was just meme Mario Hazonia. So this would imply that with Quentin Grimes, if you follow the pattern, you know, because that's how life works, is that things perfectly back to work a dog. like that. Back to a dog. When back I want, to a dog. When I want them to. Yeah. Um, I'm declaring now that Quentin Grimes will be uh, he will break the pattern of, of deter deteriorating into more means. He's going to go full circle. He's going to go full circle and be a very great contributor for the Knicks. Deuce McBride. Like I was saying earlier, um, I'm going to say something crazy about him just so I can say, I said it somewhere. Okay. Uh, well, John's going to edit out all this Knicks. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyways, go ahead. leave this guy. This year's Donovan Mitchell bet. Wow. Okay. That, and that's it for me. All like right. Okay. Well, like that ends the Super Hooper streaks of people getting hired uh, <laughs> after review. Really. Chris, Chris. Hey, before wow. we go, Chris, where, where can listeners find find you? Oh, man. I, I won't try to spell the name. Uh, you you guys will have a link. You, yeah, we'll link. We'll link. I'll link. I'll link. They'll have my name in. You can, you can look up my full name on Twitter. The Two Intolerable Degree Podcast, WFUV Sports, I do coverage for as well. And uh, other than that, on my couch watching film, I'll be on Twitter. Love it. All right. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much for for stopping by. I guess we're in good hands with the youth of America. Thank you, guys. I mean, you guys feel Um, more comfortable about our our future after talking to Chris? Chris seems cool. Chris seems cool. Tick, talk, tick. (laughs) Yeah. Until then, until then. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. Until next week, the river calls for me. So uh, until next uh, week. Wait, uh, wait. We don't have shout out to be. I got one quick shout out. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Shout yeah. out. I, thought, I thought we were skipping shout out to be. Yeah, John, we're at the, John's like, this I can't is the longest this, fucking podcast have, I've ever yeah, done. I know. I, know. Uh, I can't have all this next talk. Shout out. Let, let John get his shout out. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Shout out whatever fucking monster from Philly you need to. Yeah. Shout out. Okay. How about this? How about speaking of hills? Shout out to listener Tim Hill, uh, listener who just shot the cover of GQ magazine with the, uh, with uh, Jason Sudeikis. Big, oh, big wow. get, yeah, he did the cover and the photo shoot. Ted Lasso himself. Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. himself, wow. yes, yes. Tim is uh, related to me uh, through uh, my English side and uh, just found out that he shot the cover. So make sure you go and check it out. Super Hooper's doing great things. Super Hooper Trooper's doing amazing things. The cover of GQ. Yep. Okay. All right. I gotta go watch episode two of season two. Yes, yeah. same. Same. All right. Well, thank you guys week. for having me. Yeah, next week. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. All right. Till next All right. week. Till next week. Keep, Keep pooping. pooping. When it was erupting, you're now listening to Super Hooper. Oh!
They a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. Super Hooper! That's what you say, bro. We just form a fucking wall! Super I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Super Hooper! That's terrible.